Discord. And <laughs> Welcome everybody to Fandom Nights, where we break down pop culture one fandom at a time. I'm Chris. I'm Richard. I'm Dustin. And oh, I'm Sherman. Hi. <laughs> Sherman is kind of scary. <laughs> uh, today we're talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, book two, episode seven, Zuko Alone. Which was released on May 12th of 2006. There you go. So Dustin, take us through the story. Okay. Well, obviously, as the title so it says, it's Zuko alone, this entire episode. So it just follows Zuko. Yeah. It's a pretty simple uh, concept. And it, it seems like not a lot happens. It's kind of like a western, you know, where just the guy comes into town. It's giving me Mandalorian vibes <laughs> this whole episode. Zuko meets Din Djarin. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Zuko is uh, riding his ostrich horse, and he sees this couple with food and stuff at a campfire just from in the distance or whatever. And he sees food, and he's just starving. Hasn't yeah. eaten in days. He's about to rob them. He's about to <laughs> rob them, and then he sees a pregnant woman. Does he take his sword? Like he's about he, to he, gra- sword? he puts he puts his hand on the on oh the, on okay. Which is like, jeez. Thankfully, he didn't attack them without seeing the like <laughs> the baby there, yeah. man. But uh, he decided against it. Um, but then Zuko has a vision of his mother briefly. There's a lot of visions. Um, this one was just a literally just a brief picture of Versa, and then he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing I got here is uh, Zuko when he finally gets to the. the Town. I don't know what town it is, but uh, yeah, they don't. I don't think they name this one. Yeah, I don't think they do either. Um, it, it's an Earth Nation village, and he runs into this market or whatever, and tries buying some feed and some water for him and his ostrich yep. horse. And then the two, uh, I think they're like a police force in this town, but they're like a bunch of bandits who are like the police in this town. Yeah. And so they take his feed for his ostrich horse and pretty much tell him to beat it. Well, so when he first came into town, I thought it was funny because there's like people throwing dice against the wall and they're like come on spider snake eyes and I'm like that's just so a mouthful <laughs> like it's just snake eyes but it's in the universe so it's funny do you, the funny part is do you do you know why they why that's called that no you realize what oh, he rolled double eights no he rolled double fives double fives huh four eight legs with two eyes eight legs with two eyes spider snake eyes yeah cause okay because yeah. snake yeah. eyes are I didn't notice that that's kind of funny <laughs> huh. uh, and then the other thing is he goes up and gets the uh, he wants to get food for himself and for his horse and he doesn't have enough money he's like well I can give you two bags of feed oh, so yeah, that means yeah. Zuko was about to eat a bag of feed <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how low he is right now it's <laughs> kind of crazy uh, they do they do mention that the, those guys are soldiers for the Earth Kingdom Earth, Earth Kingdom soldiers yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. corrupt soldiers they're not soldiers they're just bullies yeah <laughs> they suck <laughs> And so then one of the young boys in the village, he chucks a rock at one of those uh, soldiers or whatever. It was yeah. an egg. Oh, oh yeah, it was an egg. Yeah, because yeah. it crashes oh. on the guy's head. Yeah. And he's like, uh, you got like the yolk and the surprisingly uh, white part of the uh, egg white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically the little boy like throws the egg, runs, and Zuko's standing there alone and gets blamed. Yeah. And then, um, after that, he pretty much... Doesn't he get beat up here? No, they uh, take they, take, they take his bags of feed, and they're oh, like, yeah. the army thanks you for its contribution. Yeah, get out of town. We don't, we don't want you in our town. 
then he runs back he runs into the kid again and he's like if you come back to my house like I'll feed your ostrich horse and whatever else mm-hmm. and so Zuko ends up going back to this little boy's house and uh, basically doesn't want to stay too long doesn't want to stay but the mom's like oh I'm still making some food so go help dad with these chores and then food will be ready soon and then it cuts to them like up on a roof and the kids asking all these questions but Zuko's nailing those shingles do you see how many nails was in that he's yes! so bad at nailing that's what I wrote Zuko's so bad at nailing lol I, <laughs> yes, I would so bad. not want Zuko doing that. he's a terrible roofer the dad's yeah. just sitting there thinking like oh thank you for helping but I'm totally gonna have to redo all this work again. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows how nice the family is you know they want to feed him and I don't know which is good, but so there's a there's a um, small like fan theory. Of, like, do you know why Zuko doesn't give his name in this episode? Mm. He does at the end. No, no, no. But end, but I'm yeah. saying like to the family. No, because like the because the dad's like he doesn't have to give his name. If, he doesn't have to tell us his name if he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the kid's name is Lee. Oh. And like at the previous Earth Village when he was with Iro, his name is Lee. His name was Lee. So oh. like. He was just literally put on the spot, and he's, he's like, ah, like, oh, I can't be I Lee, can't too. See, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that. That's kind of cool. Huh. Uh, yeah. So, I thought the cool quote that the dad said was, a man's past is his own business. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. And flashback. And, yeah. And <laughs> immediately flashback of Versa and Zuko. And, basically, it was... Little Azula playing with uh, little Tai and little May or whatever. Right. And Azula, being the conniving little psychopath that she is, convinces <laughs> Ursa to let or to pretty much make Zuko play with them or whatever. And then I forgot exactly what. This happens. is after the Turtle Duck one, right? This is the first one, I think. Because no, because the there's another one um, after. Uh, I think it's after he. As he's like the after Lee is bringing him to the house, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's when you get the first flashback where like you see uh, him and his mom next to that pond. Yeah, where they're like mess- playing with the turtle ducks. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and, and he's like, like, "Oh, you want you, you want to see how like Azula plays with turtle ducks?" And throws a rock right at <laughs> one of the babies. I was like, Jeez. "Holy!" Yeah, um, is this when they talk about when? The- not the flashback is this, but is this when they talk about the Sons Battalion being captured or is that after this flashback that's that. way later way later wow I didn't write much down for this episode that's the next flashback okay <laughs> I wrote flashback one two three okay, four okay good uh, flashback two uh, so Zuko helps the family and then oh from a bunch of bad people that I wrote I forgot those from well, I don't people, know. I think that people come to the people's house or whatever yeah and threatened to steal Th- something. Threatening to do something. I don't remember what, don't but know. yeah. Because this one, this flashback where the girls are crazy right. are, uh, is also when um, Iroh first light writes the letter mm-hmm. from the war front. Because, mm-hmm. like, she, like, after everybody, like, Zuko and May end up in the in the pond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's when Ursa comes back and she's like, oh, uh, your un- there's a letter from your uncle from the war front. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, flashback number two was Iroh that he lost his son and reminds him of the family. He helps older brother. He helps older brother? Why did I write that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's get it. <laughs> but th- th- 
this episode with all the flashbacks and stuff, I forgot that this is the flashback episode. And, and starting it, I'm like, oh, Zuko alone. This is the one that really highly rated, oh, really good episode. And then I'm like, oh, it's a flashback episode. And part of me was like kind of sad about it, but I, I know what this is. Man, it goes into like Azula being just evil and just. I mean, it starts with one. See how Azula plays up the turtle ducks, and you're like, what? And it just grows from there. And, and then she's like, oh, like check this out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play this game. Yeah. Oh, so I when the flashback happened, Iro lost his son. It reminds Zuko of the family he's helping's older brother. Oh, right. How he got... How he died in battle. Well, we don't find that out, but he got taken or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so in there, it says captured. the son's battalion got captured. And this episode has two music things that I noticed. I'm sure there's a lot more. Mm-hmm. But in this part where Zuko finds out that the son's battalion was captured... Oh, that's what happens. The guy's... The guys come from the city and they're like about to harass the family. And we just thought we'd be the one to tell you that. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're, they're kind of harassing him, but then they're like, "Just wanted you to know that your son's battalion got captured." And it, in the background, you hear that there's a there's a theme whenever the Fire Nation attacks, and it starts on the first episode of the the whole series when the Fire Nation comes in. It's like a dum 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 dum, like mm-hmm. a a big horn. They do that quite. Yeah, they do that all the time, and it starts out kind of as Zuko's theme, but in this one is when it kind of changes. It changes from being Zuko's theme to just being the Fire Nation theme. Because in this one, it goes, when it when the Sun's Battalion's captured, it goes, dum, dum. It, it like has the first part of the theme, and then it stops. Hmm. And then we'll get to it, but later on, when Zuko kind of stands up and becomes the hero for the for the family and like stands up to everyone... It has like a, a hero version of that theme where it instead of like dum 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 it goes dum 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 like it, it, it rises at the end and becomes it kinda turns into Zuko's like hero theme hmm. in this one. And it's kinda like, whoa, it takes the evil side of Zuko and it shows that he's turning it the music itself shows that he's turning into a good person in a way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just I thought that was really impressive, and I just noticed it because it was that clear Fire Nation theme that transformed in this one. And I'm like, man, that's just one aspect of this episode, and it just was amazing. So yeah. <laughs> uh, next little tidbit I got was uh, Zuko gave the little boy his dagger that Iro had gave him from the Siege of Bossian City. Yeah, and it said the the inscription on it was "Never give up without a fight." Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Never give up without a fight. Okay, so you're saying I should give up, but I should fight. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> There's a mixed message in there. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Yeah. One of the flashbacks we saw, Ursa, saw that at a young age, even Azula was such a psychopath. Because I remember Zuko and Azula were like in their room or whatever, and Ursa comes in and was like, what's wrong with that little girl? Yeah, like like the mom is oh, saying right. that. Yeah, what is wrong with that little girl? What is wrong with her? Like, she's you're crazy. Her, you're her mom. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. And then we find out that o- Ozai told Azulon that Iroh's only son is dead, and his bloodline is no more, and that mm-hmm. Ozai is a humble servant to him and Fire Nation, and has a healthy family. Ozai wants Azulon to revoke the birthright and give Ozai the throne. And then Azulon, it looked like he was furious, and he was furious. Mm-hmm. So Azulon was just like, you want me to, like, betray my firstborn, Iroh? Right. Like, how right. dare you? Mm-hmm. And I, 
And, uh... I mean, he kind of was right, though. I mean, Iroh was completely broken because of this. Like, he... But if Iroh would have became the Fire Lord... Azulon understood this. Yeah. He lost his firstborn son. Right. And so, um, I think Azula was telling the truth when he told Zuko, like, Azulon wants you to die. Your firstborn son to die. Mm Mm-hmm. So that you can understand the pain. Oh, for sure. I mean, that that's what was happening. You want to be Fire Lord? Zuko dies. So yeah. this gets into the way of how Ursa saves Zuko's life. Yeah, what happened there? So We might as well get to it. So yeah, Ursa basically made a plan with Ozai to poison Azulon in order to protect Zuko. Whoa. Because Ozai was going to have to kill Zuko yeah. in order for him... To be, essentially become Fire Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, they thought around a way around this. By just killing the Fire Lord. By just poisoning the Fire Lord. Whoa. He dies. Ozai becomes leader. Why does, but wh- then he kicks off Ursa because Ursa knows of the poisoning and all that stuff. And that's mm-hmm. why he, she, he banishes her. See, I know that she comes back. No. So She doesn't? In Ursa? The graf- in the graphic novels. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. I know she's still alive is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if just watching this... Like, I had to look it up afterwards, though, because I'm like, did... did Ur- Ursa, her name. Right? No. Did Ursa give herself up? Did she kill herself? Like allow herself to be killed in place of the sun? Like that's what I read from this episode. But then I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense because she's still alive. Mm-hmm. So that hmm. that I didn't think about that. That she helped poison him, and that I don't know why she would have left though. Maybe she's just like, I can't take this. I'm out, guys. <laughs> this is like this. Your family's crazy. You have to read the comics to get a little more understanding on that, on that storyline. Okay. Yeah, but holy crap! <laughs> Just <laughs> the, a lot of good, in, the, a lot of information. I know, but the yeah. grandpa's like, okay, all right, you want to be Fire Lord? Kill your son. Uh, like, holy crap, man! Yeah, yeah, and it's just crazy seeing Zuko like now in now times, not the flashback, but also saying it in the flashbacks, like he has to remind himself. Constantly. Azula always lies. Yeah. Azula always lies. Mm-hmm. Like he should always remember this. That Azula always lies. Well, especially because he left and got exiled because like he's dealing with all the stuff that in his mind kind of just happened, where she completely just lied to him and betrayed him and tried to kill him when he got onto that boat. I mean, we're doing this weeks apart, but it kind of just happened for him. Right. So he's just thinking, like, no, Azula always lies. Azula always lies. Even way back then, she always lied. So it's kind of changing him and, like, I can't be loyal to the Fire Nation and all this stuff because they're, they're just a bunch of liars and they do all this stuff. Well, I think he must be... I think he loves the Fire Nation. I think he hates the way his family is running it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think he loves his people, no doubt about it. Yeah. But I think he just hates the way his family has been ruling it for a hundred years. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he just... Uh, do you think that these are just? Do you think these are in-universe flashbacks that he's reliving every one of these, or is it just right. flashbacks for us? I think audience? he's reliving them. So he's reliving Correct. these. As, oh yeah, yeah, I suppose because because he, he sees something happen to that family and he remembers Azula things. always lies. Azula always yeah. lies. And just, just like he sees that pregnant girl that flashes his mom, so he's like, "Oh, a mother! I can't hurt a mother." Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So that makes me like the episode even more because it's mm-hmm. at first when I first watched this episode, I thought it was, "Oh, these are just flashbacks for us to understand his character," but mm-hmm. no. It's him remembering all the stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, Zuko or the the parents or whatever. The mom comes up to Zuko and is like, "They took my, they took Lee. Like you mm-hmm. gotta save my son." And Zuko's like, "I'll save your son." Yeah. 
Like that was a powerful moment because he was laying down when it happened, and it mm-hmm. flashed to her, and then when it panned back to Zuko, he's just standing straight up, like just oh. ready to go. Just, just got like, up quick. I will save your son. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. The uh, so Zuko saves the boy from the I put bad Earth Nation police, but they're soldiers. <laughs> Um, but when he's uh, confronting these soldiers, he knows that he can't firebend because right. it will show his true identity. Mm-hmm. But he he ends up doing it because of well, he does end up doing it. Resort, but, but I'm like, oh no, he can't firebend. He's helpless. But then I remember, oh, he's a skilled, he's swordsman. an amazing swordsman. The first episode when like I was talking about the theme and all that stuff, he comes down into the Southern Water Tribe, and Sokka runs up and he just takes out Sokka with just one foot. Without putting it down, like he's an amazing martial artist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and swordsman, so he doesn't need firebending until obviously his life's in danger. But right, yeah. So yeah, he was fighting the swords the whole time until he was getting outmatched mm-hmm. without using bending, and then he got hit too hard where he like blacked out. Had another flashback of Ursa telling Zuko to never forget who you are as mm-hmm. she's leaving, and you can tell she's leaving for good because she's got like a coat on and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, then he comes back too, or whatever, and that's when he like starts freaking out and does that cool spin move and starts yeah. fire bending everywhere and showing everyone his true uh, his true nature. Mm-hmm. That's well, who he really is. I mean, I guess his true nature. Which he's just burning everything. But I loved that, like the way that looks on the screen, where he's literally just front, like in front and all everything behind him, just nothing but flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, there you go. Yeah, embrace it. And, and it's just crazy how you can go from saving somebody's family's life mm-hmm. to immediately hate them. Yeah. Just because yeah. you're Oh, yeah. Them. Just because he's part of that group. Because, like, the, that little kid leaves, like, no, I that, hate you. That, this, uh, again, this episode's so good, but that's, like, the most heartbreaking thing so far, I feel like, in the whole series. Like, uh, his, his sister doing all this horrible stuff, his dad horrible. He's had a horrible life, but then all of a sudden, this little kid just all of a sudden just on a dime I hate you it's like man how depressed would you be like how low would you be and obviously as the episode ends he's even more low than when he started Mm -hmm. he's just getting broken down in this episode but it's I don't know I watched this with Rosie and we're both like she's like this is such a depressing episode I'm like but it's so good Mm -hmm. because it's like a turning point in his in his story you know uh, so then we get that final flashback of this episode, and it's um, they say Azulon died last night. Um, cool little note, Isla, I think is how you pronounce it. Maybe Isla is Azulon's wife, so mm-hmm. their grandmother. Mm-hmm. I've never heard the name before. Yeah. Um, so then basically they, you know, it's like a ceremony for um, burying Azulon as well as um, crowning Ozai the Fire Lord. And, yeah. and it's kind of the same ceremony. The king is dead. Long live the king. Right. One of those things. And so they said, uh, to honor Azulon's like dying wish, like his second son will assume power as Firelord. Yeah. His dying wish. Like, But um, it wasn't his dying wish. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Again, more points out to there's a con and a, yeah. a ploy to yeah. this. But. Well, and at that time, like, he dies and Iroh's just... Devastated, devastated. Can he? Doesn't he, he? At this point, he just wouldn't even care. He's like, he wants to take it. Fine, I, you know. It's Screw the per- it. It's the perfect time for Ozai to take over. So, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, the last scene is uh, Zuko on his ostrich horse leaving the village. Yep. That's about it. That's all I got for. That's a classic uh, John Wayne kind of trope, right yeah. there. Yeah. Right off into the sunset. I know. 
Sherman, what do you got for... Uh, this is kind of, you know, honestly, like, yeah, even looking at, like, the cast. The turtle, the turtle ducks are the, the main, uh... Okay, so the... here's, speaking of creatures, uh-huh. I thought was kind of weird, every single animal on that farm was some mutation of a pig. Oh, yeah. Pig cows, pig sheep, pig rooster. <laughs> oh, really? And, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> and, like, there was, like, a deer pig looking thing, because it had, like, antlers. Huh. And I'm like, <laughs> they're all... but they're all pigs. Pigs. <laughs> And like pig, sh- like sized too. Yeah. I'm like, there's a lot of crossbreeding in Avatar. Uh, apparently, apparently, I mean, pigs with are pigs. Uni- pigs are universal donors, though. <laughs> <laughs> you like pigs? We got any kind of variation you want. Stop down into Doug's code farm. It's, it's just a society that just really Damn loves feed bins. It's, it's like they all love bacon, so they're like, let's have lamb chop bacon and venison bacon, and oh yeah, I don't know. that'd be good. Actually, yeah, you would you would get every like every type of bacon because you'd have poultry, poultry bacon, beef, Ch- chicken bacon. bacon. You can have a chicken bacon ranch thing with only two ingredients. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you're like I never thought about that before. <laughs> yeah, you, but I'm serious. Like you'd have every red type of red meat. Yeah, and white like well not all white meat but yeah because you'd have poultry, beef. Pork, obviously, with everything, uh, and uh, lamb, even veal. If you go with uh, the deer, jeez, yeah, I guess. Um, so Mark Hamill shows up in this episode, obviously, as yep. a Zulan, uh, as almost, Ozai, not a Zulan too. No, it sounds like a Zulan too. A Zulan is actually voiced by a guy named Walker Edmiston, hmm. um, who's hmm. had a ton of like voice acting stuff. Uh, including a show called Space Cats, like Hanna. This is like Hanna Barbera, like age. Yeah. Uh, huh. But yeah, I mean, I think otherwise this is the most the most that uh, Ozai has spoken in any episode so far. So it's Mark Hamill's biggest role yet in the series. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, let's. Oh yeah, bending numbers. Sorry, I almost forgot about that. Uh, this was uh, not much happening in this episode, except for the, the end there a little bit. Uh, there was zero of water, 16 of fire, 25... Oh, sorry. Zero of water, 16 of earth, and 25 fire. No airbending, obviously, because there's only one airbender in the world right now. So, speaking of that, the, the reason for that is... So, obviously, you have the whole gang is missing, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is like the first episode where nobody from like Team Avatar is portrayed. Right. Yeah. And, apparently, this is the very last episode that doesn't have Toph. She's in every single episode after Whoa. this. Oh, that's kind of cool. Right? Hmm. Facts. I like it. <laughs> okay, so let's go through our rating. Um, we'll kind of buzz through this here. The plot. Dustin, you're going to be the uh, ultimate say on this one, but the story arc in this episode. Ten. Uh, ten. I know. Yes. I don't think we have to even argue that one. That's a no. ten. No. If you argue that, you're a moron. <laughs> Not a lot of stuff happens though. It's just one dude. Anyways, yeah, uh, who just gets through the most character development probably in the whole show. Yeah, no big deal. yeah. Uh, the execution, the pacing, vision, and how was it? A it was entertaining. It was, it was paced very well. I think. I think this would be. A, I'd say another ten. A lot. I think a lot of it too. because of the flashbacks though too. Hmm? Yeah. Like the flashbacks kind of like. If it was well, just him. Like in real time, almost going through. <laughs> well, not real time, but 
in sequential order going through this story, it'd be like... Okay, it would be a boring episode. It wouldn't be... You wouldn't understand all the stuff that's going on in his head. Yeah. And because of that, yeah, I'd give this a 10. Dustin, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. You're just going to say 10 on all these writing? Yeah. 10. Yeah, 10. That's awesome. just a beautiful episode. Uh, I'm doing performance of the delivery... I don't know. It was emotional. Emotional. Emotional <laughs> to me. I mean, even all the little things like Azula always lies. Like, he, he, it goes from him as a little kid. Azula always lies. Azula always lies to Azula always lie. Like, it, you can, I don't know. It's very good. So I'm going to say this is going to be a high rated episode. <laughs> 10 on that one. I don't know. For, for the delivery, well, some of the side characters weren't as good. I'll say 9. I'll say 9. Uh, action, like where they were, uh, moving around on screen and stuff. It's all animation, but how they directed all that stuff, I think that was, I mean, what do you guys think? Good? I'll give it a solid eight. You'd, you'd give it an eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was, I don't know, I, I thought it was good. I, I think eight's probably pretty fair, though, with this episode. No, nothing too crazy as far as just the blocking or action that happened in this one. So, True. yeah, I, I was going to say nine, but you said eight, and I'm like, actually, that makes more sense. Uh, the believability of the performance, I thought they did fine on that one. I'm just going to go nine. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Sherman, the production, what do you think about the, the sounds and the score and everything like that? And the um, effects? I actually really liked it, and I specifically like was trying to like pinpoint, uh, and I'm glad you actually pointed out, uh, mentioned this one uh about like the sound for like when he like uh they first mentioned like the brother being taken yeah and then like uh zuko like finally like standing up for himself yeah uh because that is uh part of the original or the very beginning of the episode because you know how like at, when they do like the main title yeah they have a different sound for every single episode and that was actually part of it, and I was like oh. trying to pick up on where that was. Um, I forgot that they had a different sound for every episode. Did you just skip mm. the intro? No, it it just kind of auto plays. I do see the I don't see the the water Earth like oh. that part, but as soon as it shows the title screen, yeah, I start yeah. from there. But that's that's where like the the different sound starts. S- sounds like when the white screen pops oh, okay. up. Okay, yep. introduces huh. the chapter and stuff. Kind of want to watch that again now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I mean. So, the sounds in this one. I mean, the the sound effects in the mix was fine, but I think the score, personally, was 10. I mean, on this one. I mean, yeah. 10. Yeah, 10. Uh, the visuals. Uh, sermon, so the visuals, I am straight up giving a 10. Okay. Uh, let me see Let me see the uh, rest of this fr- list. Framing, camera motion, and editing for the visuals. Oh, I was looking at the last one. Oh, effects. sets, props. sets, props, and visual effects. Um, so like I said, I loved when he finally like firebends at the end and mm-hmm. like has like that entire backdrop full of fire, like he's fully embracing like who he is yeah. as like a person. Um, he's almost embracing his lineage too. Oh, like, absolutely, I am heir to the throne. Look, not just I'm a, not just I'm a firebender. Not just I'm. But Zuko. like they they I'm portray that. The uh, they do really well with like um, the transitions for like uh, his for every one of his flashbacks on like mm-hmm. points um, for like when they happen. Yeah. Um, 
I yeah, I'm giving this one a ten for that. Okay, mm-hmm. and then the effects. So where where it's all set? So any props he has? Obviously, it's an animation, but protect you know the props and then the visual effects. I think we just talked about that too. Uh, so for sets, uh, so with the title Zuko alone, and like him being like finally isolated from like Iroh for the first time, yeah, um, and like he's truly on his own. Uh, I love the concept that he goes to some little tiny backwoods, isolated town mm-hmm. where like people don't know him. Yeah. He he like kind of starts off where he doesn't know himself, mm-hmm. um. So like the fact that they do that in this kind of little town is like super big. Yeah. Um, I like how he starts it alone and he ends it even more alone. I mean, it's yeah. Right. No, I like once again. I'm giving this a ten. Okay. Like this episode is just perfect. Yeah. Visually perfect. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, overall, what do we want to rate it just as a, I mean, did it have that it factor as far as being memorable, entertaining, and most of all, does it leave you wanting more? Honestly, I would just say 10 on that one too. 10. Or we can even do points on that one if you want, but. 11. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. This one for me is so far the highest rated for me in the the entire series that I, if I have to give it a solid number with no in-between, I'd just say 10. Like, I mean, this was just a really good episode, but so far. I'm sure maybe there's better ones, but as far as an episode of TV, this is one of the best episodes of TV I, I can think of, personally. I don't know. <laughs> you seem surprised by that, Dustin. What, what are you thinking there? I was going to go with nine, 9, personally. Like, okay. <laughs> you look at me like... <laughs> Uh, too low, <laughs> too high. I mean, overall, <laughs> overall, yeah. Like, I mean, yes, it's a very visually striking episode, but like, I don't know. It's, it's not the best one out there, but it's it's not the worst. Oh, far from being the worst. Yeah, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. Well, that, that were the case. Oh, what, do you, what do you think, Dustin? He's saying nine. I'm saying ten. Nine point five. We're in the middle, or what? Yeah. 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 Okay. Nine point five. So that means we rate this episode at nine point uh, five. Nine point six. If you round up, so it's nine point five five. So nine point six. And IMDb rates this episode at nine point five. Was it nine point five? Nine point five. There we go. So we rated it a little bit higher, but. Right in there. So, yeah. cool. Well, I think that's it for this episode. How Justin. is how is ten nine point five and a nine, not a nine point five average? It should be. Yeah, because ten. Why is it nine point five high? You take nine and ten, average that. That's nine point five. Then you nine point five and nine. Oh, because 5. we have to divide it by three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you're looking yeah. at. Uh, I'm doing two separate equations. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dustin, I think that's it for this episode. you want to take us out? Okay, goodbye, guys. <laughs> All right, thanks for watching this epi- this episode of Fandom Ooh, Nights. Almost, <laughs> missed it. almost forgot, guys. <laughs> thanks for watching this episode of Fandom Nights. If you'd like to subscribe, we would much appreciate of that. Um, you can become a Fandom Knight on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Maybe Tinder. <laughs> maybe, maybe... Maybe uh, Bumble. Dustin's Dustin. Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make a Bumble account too. 
And uh, yeah, TikTok always coming soon, but always subscribe to our YouTube and oh yeah, Apple, Spotify, podcasts. Yes. We're now on those. <laughs> I forget those. Uh, I was all. like, yeah, you specifically put podcast in the <laughs> yeah in the sign. You know, probably should remember that then. But anyways, <laughs> Appa's here, so we gotta go. So Appa, yep, yep. yep. Man, we are really.